this week on the show. Today on the show, we have Gabe Rodarte from Vertical House Buyers. This is Steve Rosenberg, and I am the host of the Landlord Survival Show. This is the Landlord Survival Show. When people stop being nice and shit gets real. You're the landlord. We're here to help. This is a show for what the gurus don't tell you about owning rentals. We're here for you because we're stronger together. Brought to you by Empire Industries Property Management. Built for investors by investors. For more information about this show, please visit our website, selfmanagemyproperty.com, home of the ultimate Landlord Survival Handbook. Now, the Landlord Survival Show with your host, Steve Rosenberg. Hey everyone, welcome to the Landlord Survival Show. This is your host, Steve Rosenberg. I am the owner and co-founder of Empire Industries Property Management Company. We are located in Houston, we are in Dallas, we are in Fort Worth, and we are soon coming to opening up Austin, Texas. Uh, Empire Industries, uh, Pete and myself, we are uh, investors. We've kind of started this game being investors, and that defaulted into creating and growing a management company. Uh, not really wanted to, but that's where we ended up. And uh, now... We've got a pretty pretty large company, pretty large presence out there, I would say. But more importantly, we are investors. Um, I'm buying properties. Pete's out looking at stuff right now, looking at deals. So we are in the heat of battle. We don't just say it. We actually are out there buying stuff, making stupid mistakes, getting shit wrong. We, we do it just like everyone else does. And, you know, we bid on stuff. So th- the whole reason for this show, uh, this is episode, I believe, number 11 for this uh, new show, which is going very good. We're now on iTunes. We're getting downloads on i podcasts and, and all that uh, uh, audio download world that I'm learning. But uh, what... You sound so young and hip. I do sound so young and hip, right? <laughs> like a, I'm like a millennial. Is that is that a millennial? I'm not even sure what that term is. That is such an old dad move. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as long as I don't have the dad body, that's all I care about. If I don't have the moves, I don't want the moves, man. That's what I've heard. Uh, so anyways, we you know we started this whole deal because uh, there are so many people out there that just seem to get their asses kicked when they buy a property. I mean, I know yeah. when I bought stuff, you know, I was sold on this dream of fantastic, uh, you know, stuff getting a little feedback from check, you, man. Check. Your face is your face is too close to the mic, man. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if that's it. I don't even know. I don't even know radio it's the terms. Glow off my it's face. the glow. It's just, you can feel it through the airwaves. Your glam. There you go. Uh, so we, you know, Pete and I basically started this group. Uh, it's almost like a a, a, a rehab group, you know, uh, the Landlord Survival Show. We've got a Facebook group. We've got a lot of people on there, people from all over the world, actually, because I get to speak and travel. Uh, I get to meet a lot of investors and, and people with many, many different viewpoints, <clears throat> different perceptions of how things should be done. But everybody all seems to agree that they've gotten their ass kicked sometime and maybe they've been lied to by oh, someone man. and maybe they've been ripped off by someone. And, you know, the reason we created the show is to just have a place that we can have investors like my good friend Gabe here. You know, we, we talk about shit that goes on that people don't like to discuss. And I, I think it's very, very important that you learn these lessons you take things away from it, and you go, okay, well, shit, I don't want to do what Gabe did. He really screwed that one up, yeah. which we're going to hear about later. Uh, but, you know, that, that those are the things that, that we've learned. I think it may be. I'm not sure. He's getting some feedback. Check, check, one, two. You got a grill? Is it your grill doing it? Yeah, that's it? what it is. It's <laughs> there we go. You got it fixed, man? 
All right, some technical difficulties All from right. Adam. All right, so uh, you know we have a Facebook group, Landlord Survival Group, and uh, we have a website, selfmanagemyproperty.com, where we've created an actual manual for people that have these issues. And some of those issues are, what the hell do I do when I have to evict a tenant? What do I do or what can I say or not say when I have a fair housing issue? What is a make ready? Would you know what a make ready is if you never do them? I wouldn't know. Is that like a makeup term? I mean, I don't even know what that means. And so these are the things that we created in this manual of how we manage over a thousand properties on a daily basis. You know, what should you and should you not say to a vendor? How do I know this guy's not ripping me off? Those types of things. So these are the things that we, um, you gonna switch headphones in? I'm switching mics. I don't know what's going on with that mic. All right, he's switching. He's switching gears there. Look at it. You're like double check, fisting check, one, it. Two. You're like double fisting Boom. it with two mics, man. man look I love at that. it. So uh, I've got my good friend Gabe here. Gabe, we're good. You good? Yeah. Awesome. All right, there we go. All right. Quit messing around over there, man. man I'm trying to I don't my know show. what it is. I can't even bring you here for five what? minutes, and you're screwing things up, man. Uh, so, it is the landlord survival show. Like I mean, you gotta kid. be, you you're gotta like be ready. Kid. You gotta be ready, right? <laughs> you gotta be ready. You're like, you're like playing over there, like a little kid, man. I don't understand. You're telling me to scoot down. Yeah. Scoot so, down more. Gabe, first of all, tell good. everyone who you are. Okay. Let's hear what you do. Let's hear. We we just you went to a good event this weekend. I want to talk about it, and then I want to talk about your major screw up because oh. that's what people want to hear. They, yes, they want to hear some somebody that they want to hear somebody that screwed up worse than them. I think. Oh, I oh, think yeah, that's, that's every, easy. <laughs> well, isn't, isn't that what we like to hear? I mean, yeah. look. At the end of the day, nobody wants to see someone fail, but they do like to hear. Okay, I'm not that stupid. There's other people that have made yeah. these mistakes, you know, and you feel a lot better. I think at some level. When you have someone that you can relate to that says, you know, well, shit, okay, I'm not this that stuff stupid. Happens. I'm yeah. not that stupid, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I may say that to me, but I don't think you need to say that right. to you, right? Because I've made a lot of mistakes, man. You name well, when you're I've going through them. the process, you're like, I know I'm not that stupid. I, did I just do that? And, and you know what's interesting <laughs> is that I think that when you're going through the process, people people process things differently, right? Some people process things where they have a challenge or a problem or, you know, just a major colossal mess up. And they either crumble or they rise to the occasion. And, you know, I know that when Pete and I had our crappy properties, you know, and we didn't know what to do at first, you know, I, I relate a lot of it in, in my head to flying because that's what I do, right? right. As a pilot, we, we deal with emergencies. And, you know, in the flying world, when you have an emergency, you got to work the problem, mm-hmm. right? And, and I remember when Pete and I had all these homes and we had a hurricane <clears throat> Ike come through and we had all these issues. And I'm like, all right, you know what? We have to work the problem. First, what, what will kill us, right? Let's dissect what these problems are. And we did that with Hurricane Harvey when we had Hurricane Harvey That's roll good. through. You know, it was like, okay, what, what is catastrophic and what do we have to address right now like a triage? Let's deal with that. That's good. And then once we dealt with that, it's like, okay, what's kind of has limbs cut off, right? The, the, we've got the heart pumping now. Right. What, what are the limbs? Let's deal with that. And, yeah. and you start segmenting things off, and it's it's the whole eating the elephant one bite at a time. Yeah. You know, all these stupid sayings, mm-hmm. climb the mountain one step. You see all these stupid memes people have. I love these. Yeah. The, the, the fat guy in his underwear and on his couch all day is doing these uh, <laughs> successful memes. I think right, it's hilarious. Right. But, you know, there, there's, something, there's something to that, right? Because uh, they awesome. see it. They know it. I don't think they're doing it. But, yeah. you know, they, they're, they're great for encouragement and everyone to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, let's it do it. Well, give the double you know, we'll heart like on Instagram and shit like that, you know? 
So two thumbs up. I got you. <laughs> two thumbs up. I don't think they do that. I think that's. A, I think you're aging they do yourself. Da- oh, am I? Yeah, I don't oh, think man. they do. Th- th- unless it's, it's a new only app. one thumb up nowadays. Yeah, it's just. A, it's just that's a an one awesome thumb. app. There's got to be a two thumbs up app. If there's not, maybe you can there make one. There should be one. You, there should be one there for entrepreneurs and real estate. Yeah, two thumbs. <laughs> All right, Gabe. Let's, let's do it. Which, story, which, which, oh, well, first, man. tell everyone who you are. Okay, let's do. go. Okay, let's so, so mom, Gabriel Rodarty with Vertical House Buyers. Um, so we do a lot of stuff. So we, a lot of our stuff is yeah. There we go. Um, so we we buy properties, we hold properties, we flip properties. We um, so we can list properties. Also, I'm an agent. Um, we do some of that, but mainly for our own. Um, we have rentals, which we'll go into a couple blenders that I did just recently. And um, we do wholesaling, all, all types of stuff that, that has to do with real estate. We don't just target one area. Uh, we just have a fun time. I mean, that's really one of the things. We have teams that are out there doing their part of the business. And um, we all just get to come together and talk about cool stuff and grow. And you've got a pretty cool group, too. Tell everyone about your yeah, group. Yeah, man. I totally come forgot. On, yeah, man. so, so I got to plug it all You got to plug it, dude. So North Houston Real Estate Investors. So if you go to NorthHoustonREI.com, we got the website up and going. So you could look at the next event. It's in North Houston. Um, and so we meet once a month, which would be the second Monday of every month. And um, we always have an awesome speaker, Steve. You've been there, been there and yeah. we have some just a good group of people that just talk about building their business and uh, growing. That's really what I like to do is help people just grow. And sometimes it's just going from, you know, if you're from one to a hundred, if you're at a five or a ten, we help you get to like a thirty-five or forty, and then you're off on your own. You can figure out well how to do it yourself. Yeah, and you know what I like about your group, I'll say is number one, you have some very good quality people. You know, Steve V Hill from the Wealth Club, Steve great v. guy. You yes. Know? You've got uh, you know the guys from Senate House Buyers, Matt mm-hmm. and Sam. You know you've got some Matt you've got some up, guys or, that yeah. are they're actually out there doing it. They're not just talking. I, I hate going to these events where I'm sitting there listening to this guy and I'm thinking to myself, he's so full of shit. He doesn't even know what he's doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just sitting yeah. there thinking in my mind. I'm like, he needs to just get walk yeah. away because you know you know as well as I do when you're in the heat of battle and you're you're grinding it out and doing it. There is a difference of person. You mm-hmm. can tell that you can difference, tell. right? Yeah. And, and what you do, the group you have, it's a, it's such a good group because the people out there want to learn. Yeah. And, and it's not it's not a a a takeaway. I'm not going to tell you this deal because this is a secret deal, and and you need a secret handshake to get yeah. into this. Circle. Man, we got stories every like every month. We have stories coming in. I have people texting us all the time. Hey, Gabe, I just need some advice. I just need some help. I just helped a guy yesterday. He, um, they're going to move into their own house, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Can you help me navigate how to do this and how to structure my finances so I can buy this house because my wife and I really like it?" Just stuff like that, you know. I mean, I didn't have that help. You know, no one was like really there for me. That's why this whole show exists, yeah, it's man. It's like, you know, no one no one was like saying, hey, look, this is how you should buy your own house. Or this is how you can, if you buy it this way, you could set yourself up for the next five years the way you buy your first home. Yeah. No one taught me that, you know. So, I mean, no one tells anybody that. So it's really cool stuff of just, uh, that's, that's one of my passions, really helping people learn the stuff that I didn't know, you know. That. We could have a whole discussion on that. We'll, yeah. we'll, 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 I want to. I want to hear about your failures oh my first. So, Do we got time for this? Yeah, <laughs> there's always time. There's uh, always time for failures, man. How are we doing? All right, so let's let let's kind of dissect this. Let's unpack this a little bit here, because you you told me that you went to an event this weekend. I'd like to hear about that. That's an entrepreneur event. Yeah. Okay, so business entrepreneur. Where where was that? Okay, this is in Cali. Uh-huh. Okay, so this is over in uh, by. Where is this place? Sacramento area. Okay. Okay. All right. um, and that was mainly just entrepreneurship type business entrepreneur. Um, just really taking your business to the next level. I mean, there's all types of people there. This wasn't just real estate. 
And the reason why I wanted to go is because some of my best counseling, and this is something for everybody, some of the best counsel comes from outside the real estate world. Absolutely. And right into, these are just business practices. This is just smart. So sometimes we get involved in the real estate realm and we only get real estate wisdom. Right, right. You're you're specialized, right? Yeah. You're, you know, you're, everyone's looking at a square peg, square hole. Mm-hmm. Or if you, you know? do this and you do this, well, you know what? You should just join my group, and then you know I'll charge you a couple fees, and then and next thing you know, you're learning something that someone else really is great at doing, but it's it's not really what I want to do. Right. So um, that's why I like going to these other things. So like, this was not real estate related. Not even real estate related. Mainly entrepreneur, business driven. Uh, some of it was like uh, how to build um, your social media. You know, and, and and so you have breakout sessions and stuff like that. Too. And then you're just taking that, and you're 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 basically going Applying back and okay, it. this is how I can apply this into my world. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the and and the relationships built. I think that most people miss out on building relationships when they go to events. You know, it's so funny. I, I not that I have a drinking problem, but <laughs> I, I would say that <laughs> most most good conversations are at the bar. You know, oh when, you're, when you're having conversations with guys and you're you're hanging out and you're talking and you're getting you know you're getting good information. And you're like, man, I wish like I wish we could take this not a bar scene, but you could take this scene, put it up most on stage, like, right. and and let people hear that because to me that's the nuts and bolts. When people come out in a presentation, yeah. it's canned. Yeah. You know, whenever I come and speak at, a, at an event, I I don't like canned presentations. I've got my <clears> slides <throat> and stuff like this, right. but my deck but i just like to talk and right. i i feel that, that it yeah I have, a, <laughs> I have a tendency to talk um but what i was going to say well first of all i have to i have to I, there's one thing i gotta tell you it's funny so i grew up in los angeles right i grew okay, up in california okay. so everyone who's not from california calls it cali people that are from california either call it socal or norcal oh, i know so north it, it's, it's just funny that, that whenever whenever someone says cali i remember when i first moved california. here to texas California. people are always like oh you're from cali i'm like where where like, yeah. cali they're like i'm like socal I'm like yeah i'm from you know. okay okay so he's poking right. at me no, texans not, no, let's no, just no, keep no, going no, let's keep going that. Houston, I, I don't hold it no i love texas i love being from i love living here um so the one thing I would say is, you know, and as you know, I'm very heavily coached. I'm a big believer in right. being coached and mentored and, and not just by one coach. Um, and the one thing I've learned from being coached, and, and my coach is not real estate related. He's a business coach right. and, and had him for six years. And I, I would say he's responsible for the for the growth of our company right. without a doubt. Right. Um, but what I would say is that what I've learned is that a coach is not an all-knowing, super genius master. Right. A coach is an everyday person like you and me that has maybe a special skill or has a certain view that you don't have. And maybe from you looking at something and you're looking at it, maybe they have some technical skills like a social media skill. But I think what they do is they bring to light another angle that you may not be looking at. You know what I found out? So this is what I think great coaches do. Because they, they take that skill that they have, right? And mm-hmm. they ask questions from that realm where Absolutely. they're at. And so when they ask a question from their place, I'm thinking, how do I answer this? Yeah. Right? So that way they I could um, say it the right way to where they grab what I'm trying to say. Or if I do answer it and they're like, okay, but that's where the gold really starts coming out is these questions that they, well, how is that going to look when you do something I've never even thought of? Yeah. When you do blank and blank, how is that going to look? I don't know. I've never even thought about well, blank and blank. And, and you know what I've learned about coaching and being coached is that you know if if I'm the coach and I say it, you don't own it. If I can yeah. ask you the question and you can process that in your mind, then you you own it because right. you've said it, and now your brain is basically thinking of ways to make that happen. Right. So you know the the good coaches ask questions. Yeah. You know good. 
good negotiators ask questions. They yeah. don't talk. And I, I've learned from from negotiating and, and selling and, and all that stuff that it, it's funny, you know, in, in negotiations, people always think that if you ask a question that I need to answer your question. Right. And, and that that's just the, it's it's human nature. As a kid, you're saying, right. hey, I asked you a question. You need to answer me, just like we right. tell our kids. Right. That's good. But the reality is, is there's no question school. There, there's nobody that right. says, hey, you know, like, or, <laughs> that's a or, good or, there's question. no question police, you know, that, hey, I asked you a question. People ask me questions all the time in business. And I'll say, well, what do you want? You know, that you kind of go down that road. Man, you know? you've done that to me before. It's like, I hey, have. hey, man, what do you think about this? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about exactly. this? Exactly. And that to Shoot, me, man, that, I don't that's, know. That's what a good coach does. Right. And, and so tell me some more things that you learned at this event. I'm curious. Oh, man. So that's one of the key things is really learning. And then what? I, what another thing I learned is, uh, again, in these after the session sessions, you know, these at the bars, when you're grabbing something to eat with someone, when you're really communicating, um, really how to be around like-minded people. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting that you could go to any conference, any seminar, anywhere. You come to our networking event, and you could be in there, and you could look around the room and go, I connect with that person, I connect with that person, this person, and you could just see it. And then you go and talk to the person, and next thing you know, you're connecting, you're jiving, and there's a lot. I mean, from different parts of the nation, you're sharing the same story. I have that same issue. Have you tried this app? Yep. Have you tried this other thing? And so I think it, it doesn't go to, I don't want to say networking because, I don't know, it's start, starting to have a weird name to it, but it's just really building. Um, it should be called brainstorming. Brainstorming. We should, we should <clears throat> cap. We should coin that term. Yeah. I mean, like what you're doing here is you're creating, you have a tribe of people, right? I mean, this is what we're doing, yep. right? And so we're part of a tribe of people who own properties that, you know, have blunders, yep. you know, figuring out how to make this thing work. Let me tell you, everybody has blunders, right? right. Every, oh, everybody, everyone <laughs> smacks their toe, you know, and, and that's just reality. Yeah. You know, the, the reality is, is, you know, shit happens, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, look, you, you put a that website up, reality. I mean. I, I, you know, as an airline pilot, I, I won't say the name, but I fly for a very large company and right. they have challenges, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, nothing that, that is why they have windows 1.0 and 2.0 right. and windows 95 <laughs> and windows, right. because they're revisions, right? They make mistakes. Yeah. But the problem is, is if you were to say, I'm not going to buy a property until it's the perfect property. You'd never own one. I know. That's you, you the know, thing. I'm not going to buy a deal unless it's the yeah. perfect deal that fits yeah. all of my... You know, and I've done that. I've done that. A lot of people do that. Yeah. Now, you have a construction background, so you look at things a little bit differently, right? I do. Than, than the average I do. person. Yeah. Um, and that's a plus and a minus, too, because I look at something, I go, dang, I don't want to I don't want to even mess with that junk. Yeah. That's going to be a, that's yeah. a pain. That's Where someone else might go, man, I love that, dude. You just passed up on that. Yep. You know, that's an awesome deal. That's going to produce something later on. And and so sometimes I have filters, right? And we all do from where we came from. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. Our, our past, our, you know, we stockpile information in our past in our head, both good and bad. We yep. carry that luggage. And that weighs on us on making a decision. And sometimes that's good. That can skew us making a decision, good or bad, because we are not making it. You know, the, the challenge with owning a, a, an investment property is that a lot of us have too many emotions tied mm. to it. You know, and I, I did a video Absolutely. the other day about the difference between a landlord and an investor. Yeah. And landlords, I think, are dying breeds because they're not growing with the industry. And when, when I mm. say a landlord, a landlord is the person that wants to do it themselves. They don't understand the power of leverage. They can only buy so many properties because they only have so many hours in the day. They cannot right. continually, if they don't understand the power of leverage, it, it, a landlord could be a guy that doesn't even want to get a loan, right? He's not even leveraging his mm, money. That's good. He's not leveraging <clears throat> people, right? He, and the, the biggest thing that I think reason landlords fail 
is they don't leverage their time. They don't value their time. Leverage. The people that I've learned and met and and talked to that are the most successful, the one thing they protect the most is their time. Mm -hmm. And I remember meeting with a gentleman, very, very wealthy, and we had a meeting and he was very, you know, he wanted to talk to me. We we had a conversation. He says, you have 12 minutes. And I'm like, whoa. Like, you know, all of a sudden you're thinking, he says, listen, I like you. I'd love to talk with you, but I've got to protect my time. 12 minutes is more than I give most, he said. I was like, holy shit, man. I didn't wow. know what to say. I think I wasted three minutes just trying to <laughs> think that I only had 12, you know? So the, what did you get out of this event this weekend that you went to? What, what was the – do you have, like, one takeaway that you said, man, that's Dude, what I'm Dude, you hit it on the head right now. You, you hit it right there is leveraging time. I started realizing as watching successful people um, and just seeing what they were doing, I saw me – I saw my time chart per day just kind of go out the window. In simple conversations, simple conversations, just like, hey, let me answer the phone real quick to this person, or let me get that call, or let me do this other. And I just saw my time clock just go out. And my coach, before, I guess a week before, he was like, hey, look, you need to learn how to be purposeful and intention with your time. So he gave me a time chart. And he's like, do this. Well, over this weekend, I think the biggest thing I walked away with is how to leverage me. Right. And I've seen successful people do it. I think one of the issues of this rental property that I have that that went sideways was that's next, uh, we'll, that's next yeah, on my agenda. We'll I've talk got about here. like how I didn't leverage it right. Yeah, um, and and emotion was involved. So let's think about this. When I when me personally, when I don't leverage correctly, I normally have some form of emotion involved into it that doesn't need to be there. Okay. So I'm I'm like I want to touch it. Right. You know, or I want to get the phone call, or I want to be more involved, or I'm in a conversation and I'm like, you know what, I don't want to be rude and hang up on the person, but I do have to go and make another phone call. You know, all those weird type of moments that happen. I notice with you, I mean, dude, text message, emails, I mean, it's hard to get a hold of you sometimes. So when I'm like, hey, and you know, 24 hours later, I get the answer. It's a great answer. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, well, it's, it, but it's, it's, you know, 24 hours later. You know, one of the reasons I, I, I uh, a couple of reasons that happens, funny you say that, is our coach told us one time, he said, you know, if I'm always answering questions for people, this is, what, this is how he handles us. He says, if I always answer your question right away, you're, I'm basically training you to be the answer all the time. I will be your answer all the time. Mm, he goes, good. and you'll always come to me. But he said, if I give you a day or two to think about it and figure it out, he goes, more than not, you're going to come up with a solution on your own. So by the time I get back to you, you're going to go, you know what? I've already figured it out. No worries. Which is what he wants. So true, man. And I'm like, so true. So you're not ignoring me on purpose, yeah. or you are? I'm not. I'm not sure what you're he's telling me. He's acting like he's doing it on purpose, but really yeah. he's having lunch. But you know, the other the other reason is is I was taught that in order to protect your time, when you're on a phone call, that all of a sudden goes into, hey, what's going on, man? What'd you do this weekend? Oh man, you name it. But a text message or an email is a direct question. Very direct. They have to answer it and not answer it, and then you're done. So again, That's good. it's a tool. It can be a, it can be a time wasting tool. We all know that. Yeah. But it can also be a tool to say, okay, let's just get to the point. Let's get to the question. Let me answer it and move on. Yeah. That's good. And, and so I try to do that. And it's not a matter of, you know, again, we are in such an instantaneous society. Yeah. You know, we want to be, you know, we want our, our hot chocolate and our snowflakes and we want to be felt good and we want to be told we're great and all this stuff. But the reality is, is look, we all have shit to do, right? And, yeah. and you've got to protect your time. There's so much to do in a day. And, and if you're an entrepreneur, like we, so we're talking about entrepreneurship, right? 
you have a dozen ideas within a minute, right? You've got stuff happening all the time. Man, I probably have two dozen. I'm <clears> you know, I mean, yeah. so you're just like, wow, this is a great idea. That's a great idea. Maybe I could apply this. Maybe I could do these other things. And if we don't know how to um, really leverage our time, we won't put any of that stuff into, we, we won't put that one really, really good idea into practice well, because we're just too busy doing everything else. Man, it's so funny you say that because so, you know, I'm, I'm, you know me, right? I am full throttle <laughs> through the wall every day. No people, way, man. No way. <laughs> you know, people are like, man, how do you do it? You know, I mean, yesterday I was flying, you know, and, yeah. and today I'm here. And, and anyways, um, I am the guy, I'm like the yes guy, right? Someone says, do you want to be on the show? Yes. yes. Do you want to do this? Yes. You know, do you want to make yeah. 50 videos? Absolutely. Let's do it right now. Like <laughs> not even tomorrow. Like let, let's, let's roll, you yeah, know? I got you. But the problem is, is sometimes I say yes too many times and, yeah. and I have a hard time saying no because I equate saying yes with forward momentum. And sometimes, mm, you know, I've been told don't confuse progress with movement. And I have a challenge sometimes that I confuse those two. I think if I'm being busy, I'm being productive. That's not always the case. So case in point, Pete, my business partner, he gives me this book last week or something. He says, hey, you need to read this. And it's called The One Thing by Gary Keller. Oh, game on, man. And so I start reading this book. And it's very interesting because all of a sudden it starts talking about how you need to focus on one thing that you do. And, and, And I'm reading this book and I'm thinking to myself, man, this is... This is this guy's dropping some knowledge yeah, like directly to me. I feel like, you know, he wrote the book for me, obviously. But, you know, it, it was interesting that it's basically talking about how you need to focus on one thing and yeah. just laser focus and just, and just blow that blow shit out of the water mm-hmm. and then go to the next task. Don't try to do 15, which I tend to do. And now I'm doing 15 of them real shitty. Yeah. And, and I think we all have that where, you know, we feel like the day's getting away from us and we don't, you know, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, okay, I got, I got 50 things to tackle. Man, we just hired somebody just to help me stay focused. I'm not lying. So we, this is a great guy. So mm-hmm. he's doing really good. He's more of an admin type role. Yeah. And yesterday, so we came back from the weekend. I'm still in the brain fog. I'm writing some notes down, doing some other stuff. Uh, my wife is the major um, account coordinator type person and uh, she runs all the back end. Okay, she's the Pete, right? Yep. So Pete's gone now, basically. All right. Mm-hmm. And and so my guy's saying, Okay, what do we do? I'm like, I have no clue. You know, I was he was, well, I'm 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 just waiting here. I'll, I'll you know, I was like, how about this? Let me think and then we'll come about something. It took an hour and a half before I could come up with something for him to do. And I go and he's like, Man, I feel like I'm wasting time. I was like, dude, you are saving me so much time because just the idea that you're there helps me to know what else I need to put aside. Yeah. And I start shoving stuff. And then things start clipping along, and I start giving him more and more and more stuff throughout the day. Normally, it's her giving him stuff. Um, but, man, it helped out so much just to help keep my mind clear of this is something I could give to him. This is something that's just trash, and this is something that I need to focus on. Well, and, and you know, what's funny is that I, you know, I've, I've got an assistant um, that uh, she's coming back from attorney leave, and I, and, I, and I told her, the one thing I need you to do is control my calendar. Like, I need mm. you to say no for me. Like, I need you to be the, the gatekeeper. Right. That when people want me on a radio show or they want me to, and look, I'm not this big, popular, famous guy, but I, 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 will, <laughs> yeah, people, I will fill up my day right. with, with stuff that's stupid, stupid yeah. shit that I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And, it, and what's interesting in this book I'm reading, it talks about how, you know, we all have these fancy calendars and to-dos and all this bullshit, right. you know, apps and stuff. But right. what we do is we, we have this list of things that we need to accomplish and we start at the top. 
So if it's the last thing on the list, it may be the first thing we do for the day. It may not be the most important. Mm, yeah. And mostly it's most of the time it's not. It's like that book, uh, you know, eat the frog. You know, right. they don't they don't do the big, ugly, hairy thing first. We do the easy thing. Like, right. oh, well, you know what? I'll, yeah. I'll make this phone call and I'll do this. Right. And I'll then, send this email. It's yeah, real easy. And then, and then all of a sudden, bing, another email hits. Oh, well, let me let me yeah. see who's emailing me. And, and all of a sudden, you know, oh, Facebook, I got oh, I got a like. Goodness. Let me check. You know, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, it's like squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Yep. And I'm not accomplishing what I need to accomplish. And and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to learn, like, okay, I need to strip these things away. And I got to have laser focus, you know, for my company, for Empire, growing the shit out of this company. Yeah. How many doors are you guys managing now? We're 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 about to crest a thousand doors. Okay, so I just want to let for some of the viewers and people who don't know who you are, mm -hmm. you know, I just kind of want to go back to Empire saying this is a guy who's, you know, running almost a thousand rental properties. I mean, so, and he's working through this process also. So we all do it, man. Yeah. I mean, look, it, you know, I mean, it, at every level, no it, matter what level, level you're at, it, there's exactly. more stuff. You don't, you so don't. I heard a guy this past weekend and he was like, I am at such a global level. My team knows that I only look at my schedule for today. I don't even look at the week anymore. Yeah. And he's like, because if I start doing that, then I start, I start taking on more burdens and more stuff than what I can even handle. Like yeah. we can only handle so much. And that the Superman theory really goes away in this show, like in the landlord, from the landlord to the investor, yeah. that Superman theory really, you, it gets weeded out pretty quick or you're just out. Well, and, and you've got to, you have to learn how to focus that time and you've got to learn that, look, at the end of the day, we all have 24 hours. No more, no less, That's right? That's it. We don't get 25, you know. Uh, and when I, you're toast, you're toast. You don't have any more energy, you're done. I yeah. mean, don't don't try to, I mean, you can push it, and we've all have. But the truth I is, I, I mean, you're going to push it, and then then that's when tomorrow you go, oh, crap. You know, well, I shouldn't have put that out. Absolutely. And I mean, like I said, I, I am guilty of, of running and grinding as hard as, I mean, shit, I'll fly, you know, I fly a route to Australia. I get to Australia. I land. I go work with an office when I'm there. I go to Man, the gym. that's awesome. I mean, I, I hit the ground running. I mean, that. Yeah. I don't, I think I'm doing good, but maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm being counterproductive and not focusing on my goal. After mm. reading this book, oh. I'm, I'm starting to like doubt what I'm doing, like thinking, it. well, shit, man, maybe, yeah. maybe I should just go to the bar and hang out for a little yeah, bit yeah. or something. Let's you go know? back to that bar talk yeah. again where you just grab a margarita <laughs> yeah. or a cocktail or something. Exactly. All right. All right, man. So, what is the, did you, what is your biggest takeaway from that event? I want to hear what that was. Man, that's so good. I was thinking about that yesterday. I think the biggest takeaway is, um, there's a lot of potential in business stuff that I have not put into practice yet. I hadn't even thought about doing, mm -hmm. um, that I've, I mean, I've thought about it and they're, they're, they're great ideas. And those are the ideas I need to put more energy towards. And I put them out on a shelf thinking, Oh yeah, one day I'll get to it when I get everything else taken care of. Kind of like that. When I get the perfect house, yeah. I'll buy it. Yep. And that's some of the stuff that really causes that fire within me that I, the whole reason why I got into entrepreneurship to begin with. Yeah. And so I put a lot of stuff on the shelf over there that I wanted to, I'm, I'm like, that's what I wanted to get re-energized and to say, get that fire back in of what am I really doing here? Mm -hmm. And so um, the big takeaway that I would, and that I can put to the audience also is just sometimes there's some fire that's within us. The reason why we got involved with real estate, the really reason why we got involved with entrepreneurship and we put it off on the shelf for the security, you know, or maybe just not wanting to take the risk. Yeah. Right. And so there's some areas that I'm going to start taking more risk in that, um, I mean, it's not dumb risk. Yeah. If it's calculated it's risk, very, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's not really great. risk. No, it's, it's, it's um, I, I think it's more of a leverage. I mean, you're, yeah. you're, you know, risk is, risk is stupid when you, when you don't have a goal of the outcome. 
Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. if you just say, hey, I'm going to you know, get on the freeway and I'm going to go to Disneyland and you get on I-45 North and just start heading that way, you're That'll not going to... That'll be gonna, fun trip. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you're not going <laughs> to make not, it to Disneyland, right? Getting there. It, it, so yeah. you, you have to have... You know, the risk could be like, okay, well, we're going to go to Disneyland and what's the strategy now to get there? And, and Game I think, on. I well, think, the idea was... If Disneyland's the goal, then make it the goal. Just Absolutely. start moving in that direction and start going there. And I think that sometimes we we like that's a trip from here, right? We're in Houston, so it is a little bit of a trip. Yeah. So we're trying to plan out where we're going to stop to go grab something to eat. Yep. What are we going to do here? When are we going to get gas? When all these other things that that pop up and I'm and the big takeaway for me is just start moving just in that in the direction. Car, man. Yeah. Just you know where you got to go. You know what direction. You know what freeway. Yep. That's great. Start moving in that direction. And, and you know what? You'll probably get lost on the way. You're probably going to make some point. mess ups. That's a good point. You, you know what I mean? You, you're probably. You, you Man, I took a phone call on the way here and I took the wrong turn. And the, even Google was telling me, you know, what way to go. Yeah. And I just, I took the wrong turn. I was like, okay, well, it'll take me another right. 10 did minutes it, to get Did there. it ruin your life? No, I'm here. We're having a good time. Exactly. So, th- and that's what Game you on. learn is like, it, it, you learn that these things are going to happen. And, you know, so many people try to counterbalance them before they ever do it. And I think that's the biggest problem that we have is we all want to lay this out on a platter. But I think in the reality, it's just a delaying tactic. That's good, man. So let me ask you this. Okay. So, so you have these goals that are on the shelf, right? Yeah. Have you written these down and do you have an execution date for them now? I don't have an execution date, but I do have them written them down. I wrote them down from off the shelf. I'm like, you know what? Let me write this down again and let me see what what is what does that look like this time around? Right. Maybe I haven't seen that in like maybe three years. Yeah. Two years from now, you know, three years ago, I was I was thinking, oh, that'd be great. Well, now we're our business is at a place where I could pull those down again and say, oh, you know what? We could. I actually have time to accomplish. I have. I know how to leverage differently. Yeah. Where before it was a pie in the sky. Now it's like I think I know how to get there. So you, you've gone from the someday world to, to the to it's the possible to the to the one day world yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. But and now it's now it's putting it off of that and now putting a goal to it and planning it out. What's the end date? You got to put a date on it, man. Man, I you know. You got to put a date I on know. it. That that's the key. You put a date on it, shit starts getting real. Yeah. If you say, you know what, I'm going to do this by 2019, you know, the end of 2019, now you know the destination. Man, stuff starts happening when you do that. I just raised a little bit. I, when I say a little bit, I raised about another 800, mm-hmm. okay, to put sort through some more property. When I say raise, I didn't say I used it. It's a potential raise. Right. Hey, man, I got another 800. I need you to put it to work. Okay. But stuff starts happening after you put it down on a piece of paper. It does. And when you put a date to it, that's when shit starts getting real. Because yeah. now you're – and when you look at it every day, you know, they, they, have you ever heard of reticular activating system? It's yes. called the RAS, right? When yeah, you, yeah. When that's in your filter and you're looking at it, it's like when you buy a man, red Corvette. Man, there's some real stuff connected to that. Yep. Man, I've been researching lately Absolutely, and that's some man. real stuff. You start putting – so we have some goals before the year's up that's um, some some basically some private business goals uh-huh. that we're reaching. And once we started put it into place, I'm like, we're going to reach this goal. Yeah. And then another deal and a different deal over here and a deal from some other place came in. And I'm like, we're really going to reach this goal. And then next thing you know, I'm thinking, we need to, we need to raise the, the raise number, the, raise the the number to this goal. Because yeah. I, I think we're going to reach it before the year is even up. And then, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I don't like wasting time. I don't want my December to be like, wait, we reached the goal and let's just take a break. So I remember, you know, it's funny you say that. <clears throat> When, when in the management company, so right now in the in Empire, we collect 
a little over 1.5 million a month in rent. Okay. Okay. So change, just a little bit of change. <laughs> change yeah. <laughs> so uh, I remember when we told our coach, I said, Hey, you know, we, we, when we passed a million dollars, that was a big thing for us. We're like, man, we passed a million dollars a month uh, in rent. He says, that's great. What's the date for 2 million? Oh. And we're thinking, shit, You're man, we celebrating. just, we, High just five. <laughs> we just crossed one. And he says, Hey, if you don't have a date, it's, it's never, never going to happen. happen. It's not going to happen wow. on its own. Right. And so I thought that that's was what it. I love about mentorship and coaches and stuff, because they're always pushing and always helping you grow. And, and, and it's one of those things like you do need to take a rest. You do need to enjoy the fruits, right? Absolutely. Of what you work for. Without a doubt. But at the same time, we're in business. Yeah. Right. Without a doubt. All right. I want to hear the story, man. Oh, man. I, we, we've had all the good, fluffy. Do we take a break on this one? No, is this, no, no this breaks, is a rolling man. the We're whole rolling time? all the way through, brother. Whew. All right, so real talk. So I have a... Lay, lay this out. Lay, all right, lay out so the here's story. the story. All right, so I have a so rental property. Um, Great tenants. I mean, they do pretty good. All right, but the, I, I did not set up a relationship with them for, um, let's see, to call me whenever something happens right away. All right. I didn't, I didn't really know to set up that relationship with them up front. Um, I let them know loosely, but never like, Hey, this is the, this is what really needs to happen. If something happens, let me know right away. So anytime were to happen to this property, they let me know like the day later, like, Hey, there's a drip coming from the, um, the ceiling. Okay. Okay. Well, like two days later, they'll let me know. And they're like, well, it's a slow drip, but it's coming from the ceiling and it's not raining outside. So we need to get somebody out there to go see what the deal is. And so, um, and that was, I don't know, maybe that was almost this last freeze, which is, I don't know, February, whenever it happened. So not a big deal. Guys went out there, they fixed up the plumbing and everything and we're good from there. Well, just recently, um, <laughs> she called me and she's like, that same spot's dripping. And I'm like, I know I was up in the, I saw the repair, right? So I saw that it was done right. And I'm like, man. Maybe it's just some cheap copper pipe or something, and it's dripping again. But the odds, I mean, come on, what are the odds it's dripping in the same spot in the same part of the ceiling? Right. So I'm like, now, now this is the part where uh, you see this landlord thing and this thing of, like, leverage. No, that wasn't me on this one. So and is this, is uh, this, this is on a Saturday afternoon. And is this uh, Gabe, the construction guy, this is Gabe? Gabe is this? Yeah, this is Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Okay, not long ago, within less than a month, Okay, Steve. Okay, so All I'm right. still like, okay, what do we do? So... Um, everybody that I would turn to, to go look at it. So two plumbers are out of town, two okay. separate types of plumbers, okay. all right, two different companies. So I'm like, okay, well, they're gone. All right. One's on a cruise and one's doing something else. And I'm like, okay. Um, and so I got a handyman guy that I use. He's out of town. So everybody that's really my team that I would rely on is sure. gone. Okay. So now I'm the landlord, right? I'm going over there. So I go over there. Right here, this spot right here, and I'm looking up, and I'm Did like, "Did your wife put the cape on you before yeah. you left the house?" <laughs> oh man, it was, <laughs> it was sad. So, um, I don't know what the, I don't know what was going on that afternoon, to be honest. But my plan was not to show up to a, to a rental house. <laughs> I can tell you. So I show up, I walk into the door, and I'm like, "All right," and she's pointing this area, and it's this patch of um, something got spilt onto the ground. It looked like I don't know they spilled a drink, and I'm like, "You sure someone just didn't spill something right under?" The texture and the ceiling right and uh that the repair part and she's like no 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 one spilled anything i'm like well it looks like someone spilled something so we went back and forth and this is so just so weird so half of the living room okay she goes and walks over i said well let's let's go walk over here this feels kind of wet over here oh my oh my gosh gabe it's wet over here uh, okay well let's she has her shoes off right she's walking barefoot 
Oh my gosh, it's wet. It's wet by the TV also. Well, it's wet over here also. So half of the living room is wet. And I'm like, okay, hold on a second. Let me think where this water is coming from. And I'm thinking there's got to be a steady drip coming from somewhere. So I go out to the, to the garage. Garage doors are closed. I walk into the garage and it's freaking hot in there. I mean, this was before it was cold, right? So, I mean, it's, it's like 90 something degrees in the garage. And I'm like, what's... So I'm opening up the garage door because I saw I could breathe. And as I'm opening up the garage door, there's water coming out the side, like right where that, you know, one of the tracks to the garage door, right. there's water dripping out. And I see a bunch of towels right there. So I'm like, okay, someone knows that there's water coming somewhere because somebody. Now there's, there's towels, right? There's quite a few kids in this, pro, in this house, all right? We have a lot more the than what I gave the inspector. Yeah, now I'm the now. inspector. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, 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 you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, I'm a detective. Detective. Here. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So I'm a. Uh, I'm detecting that there's a problem. So <laughs> water is coming out. It's freaking hot inside. And I go and I the there's a water heater right right by the um, garage door, right by the track that I saw. So water's coming out. I'm like, okay, there's a leak from the water heater. I get it. Move the dryer out of the way. Dryer's outside right next to the water heater. Move the dryer back. The dryer is, isn't even connected to the exhaust vent. And whatever kid decides to go and pick out the lint, to the dryer and clean the lint, grabs the lint and slams dunks it behind the dryer. So now, now I got a little bit of a fire hazard going on here because there's bit. quite a bit of lint going on. <laughs> well, the lint was used to dry up the water that's been going on for a while. Makes sense. Okay. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you see where this is going. <laughs> I see this. Okay. So I'm like, all right. So um, I pull out the lint and I, you know, move the, the dryer back and I'm like, man, this is all wet underneath here. So we move back. Um, I'm now... I'm call, at this point, I call up a, a secondary handyman friend of mine. I'm like, look, man, what are you doing tonight? And he's like, well, I'm going to go to the party later on around 8 o'clock. I was like, and this is for something. I was like, I need you to get here right now. Bring your tools. Bring your stuff. Okay. So he brings his stuff over, and I'm like, I need you to cut back the sheetrock, do this other stuff. I'm going to go back inside. I go back inside. Half of the living room. So now I'm moving all the furniture out of the way. Taking the kids and say, hey, guys, move all the stuff. She has like an 18-year-old son in there, so he was helping move all the stuff back. So I'm cutting back carpet. Half of the living room is now cut back. They didn't even notice this, Steve. Wow. All right. Well, we noticed. And this is what's interesting. They had a um, um, her brother, who looks like he's probably 20-something years old, just happens to be there also, who's not on the lease, by the way. Interesting. So, um, well, he was, you know, hanging out. When he hangs out on the weekend, they, they're able to say that because it's the weekend right now. Um, he brings, they, he has a mattress on the floor right in front of the TV. That so happens they a weren't lot. A, they weren't able a lot to of tell. people do that, right? They, yeah, all the time, man. But his mattress was in the water? His mattress was on top of the carpet that was wet. Okay. And so, and, and that same wall that's on the other side of the garage is where the entertainment center is and whatnot. So they obviously wouldn't walk over there. So, but now they see it and they're right. like, oh, well, we noticed something wet like three days ago. Wow. So we're pulling back sheetrock and this thing has been wet for a while. It's airing out to this day. Still. This is kind of like, yeah, this is one of those weird moments where I'm like, guys, uh, this has been going on for at least a month. Wow. Because you could just tell. The so sheet was it the hot water heater that was the leaking? The hot water heater was leaking. Now, this is why it was really hot in there, which is totally dangerous. You know when I pulled back the dryer? I, I was. You I see was, the lint? Yep. You see all the other stuff? The dryer is blowing in the garage, and the hot water heater elbow to the vent stack is now behind the water heater. 
Makes sense. So the water heater's <laughs> just gassing out in the garage. Okay. You've got the... <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, I'm a, so... Dude, I was like, at this point, it's Saturday afternoon. Now my emotions are involved in this right. thing. And I'm like, this is not good. <clears throat> All right. Thank goodness. I had Steve V. I actually called up Steve. I said, look, dude, I need to call me down and I need to help me because he has a, a way more properties than I do. Right. And he's like, okay, this is what I would do. Do this, do this, do this. Can I get in trouble if I do this? No, take out the water heater. You're just going to have to let it dry out. Yep. Wait a second. Do this other stuff. They're going to have to be without hot water because it's like... Now, late Saturday afternoon, Yep. right? All the plumbers are gone, right? And here I am thinking, well, man, maybe I should hook it up real quick and blah, blah, blah. Well, there's no real quick in this game, right? No. There's just not. So I'm in this place, and thank goodness I have good friends to vent to because they're like, dude, just calm down. Yeah. And I'm Sometimes like. Sometimes you got to step away from the situation. Yeah. Well, I had a good, uh, uh, the, the word of wisdom I got from this thing was, if that's going to bother you, then get out of the rental business. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and it goes that it goes back to my conversation earlier about being the landlord, mm-hmm. and and being the Man. landlord is is it's a it's a dead end road. I mean, it really is a dead end road because you know the the challenge with landlords that mentality is is you're not leveraging people. You know, it's, it, what I find interesting is is in this industry or in this society today we have these apps, we have these programs, we have all these cool things, we have Facebook and social media. So we understand leveraging that as a tool, but we don't understand leveraging team. Right. And we don't understand, you know, a lot of times, I think a lot of investors, they are landlords, we'll call them. Uh, <laughs> Let's I, call these landlords. I think a, a lot of times, and again, I was one of them, so I can, I can speak from experience that we spend so much time looking at a deal. We spend so much time analyzing the numbers. We're looking at the interest rates. We're looking at the flood zones. We're looking at this. We're looking at that. We're doing inspections. That's all great up until the time you go, you know, the rubber meets the road and you Mm. own it. Yeah. Nobody actually takes the time to learn how am I going to get the return out of this week after week, year after year, consistently on a consistent basis. Nobody does that. And I was one of them. I never thought about that. I just thought, well, shit, I'm going to buy this property. You know, we'll buy 20 or 30 of these things and we'll just sit back and roll in the money. You know, this is, this is easy living. Yeah. And all of a sudden you realize like, holy shit, man, this is a business. Like there's laws and regulations. Did you know that there's a law with the hot water heater? Is there? What's the law? Should we, if if we (laughs) say it on here, don't tell me because I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, I'll tell you after. It's uh, ignorance. Not on the air. Yeah. But, uh, but there's Texas property code. There's laws, you know, if it's, if it's over, you know, a certain temperature in, in, you know, the heat, you have so many days that you have to get things repaired. Otherwise, you have to put them up in a hotel. There's laws. The tenant only needs to know one word. That's Google. Yeah. Once they do that, they know their rights. And, and you yeah. know, that's the things that people need to realize is like, look, man, this is shit gets serious very quickly yeah. when it comes to tenants' rights and, and yeah. all those things. And, you know, it's not something, you know, we put our life savings into this whole thing, right? We, we, we save, you know, we all look. At the end of the day, you know, the perception of the of the person who owns a bunch of properties and the reality are two different things, right? right? You know, everyone thinks money's falling out of our pockets as we're getting in the car and we're dropping fifties, you know. Right. And and we're going, <laughs> shit, man, how do I make how do I make ends meet here, right? Mm-hmm. How do I make this work is in yeah. our mind. Yeah, you're thinking, okay, there goes month rent right there. That yeah. that expense right there was just a whole month. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So so that could be a whole year's worth of cash flow. Mm. You know, and you look at that and go, Well shit, now if I don't fix this and the tenant leaves I'm still going to have the problem. I'm still going to have to fix it. But now I have no inbound cash flow. So now my situation just got went from bad to worse. Right. And, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, again, as investors, 
you know, people don't see that side of it. They don't see that side until they're in the heat of battle. There's perception, which I've learned is is another word for opinion. Mm. And then there's yeah. reality, which is another word for fact. Yeah. So there's perception <laughs> and there's reality, right? right? And and again, we have our opinions and then we have our facts. And and the fact is, you know, there's so many landlords, and again, like I said, I, I was caught up in this myself. They don't know what they're doing. They don't take the time to actually go, okay. I'm buying this investment property. Maybe I should learn a little bit about running the yeah. business. And when I talk to, yeah. you know, I talk to investors all the time and they say, well, you know, if they're having a challenge or a problem with the tenant and they'll say, well, it's my house. I say, it's not your house. It's your structure. Right. There is a business running inside of that, that that person is renting. It's just like owning a commercial strip mall and there's a pizza business running in the pizza in there. You don't own the pizza business. You know what's so interesting? When these things pop up, if, if you don't make the shift, and I think it's an emotional shift. Right. It, it absolutely is. So if you don't make the emotional shift, I, I don't even want to go down that route. But when you make the shifts, and this is kind of an encouragement to those, right? Yeah. When you make the emotional shift and that that just your intelligence level goes to something that's like, this is a piece of property. Yeah. Right. This is an investment. This isn't just something that I'm tied to. We can start making smart, wise business decisions. Right. And then things start changing. Like for me, things start changing. Like after that one, the very next day, I'm like, well, if I do this and you know what my thought was, man, I could pick up five more properties. Yeah. My thought wasn't, oh, crap, I don't want to have any more. Yeah. My thought was, if I just if I just do this and man, I could pick up my worst fear was for things to be taken. My time to be taken away. I'm like, then I'm going to be up doing exactly what I was doing. Right. Yep. Then I was thinking, well, if I just get a team together to do this other stuff that's available, even, you know, a backup to my backup team, that stuff would have been taken care of and I would have been good to go. Well, and so it's interesting how that just taking out that emotional trigger, those thoughts has, has helped me to become more entrepreneurial and say, you know what? Well, how can I pick up five more properties before the year's up? Right. And, that's, and that's the difference. You know, an investor sits behind his desk and he writes contracts and he finds deals. A landlord's running around to Home Depot and he's running to get his rent yeah. and he's and he's fixing hot water heaters on Saturday because he has an excuse that the plumbers aren't there. <laughs> pointing, I'm pointing at you, but you know, the, here's the thing. So my property, <laughs> don't do yeah, it. That's don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so here's an example. So so my rental properties, right? I I buy them and I turn them over to Empire, right? And I pay the I, I pay you. a fee just like everybody else, right? Yeah. I'm a client. When there's a problem, I may hear about it a week or two down the road, and they'll say, "Hey, we had an issue." This, that, whatever, it's all taken care of. And I'm like, anything I need to know? No, but here's the bill. Okay, cool. That To me, Game that on. is the best use of my time. So yeah. you used your Saturday. So this is what he does. He brings on <laughs> us people to no, talk about our problems I, and say, you need me. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Look, I've got a manual you can buy. You can buy, uh, yeah, the, you, yeah. you can buy the manual. So the manual's Get the easy. Manual. I don't care what you do, but run it like a business. I right. don't care if you do it yourself. You know, because like you said, if somebody told you that story, Right. If if I would have if I were, were the roles reversed and I said, Hey Gabe, I did this thing, what would you think? Would you say that that was the smartest thing for me to do? Not at all. So when because you're not emotionally attached to it. Again, and, yep. and the biggest problem we had when I when we owned all these properties is we are so emotionally attached. I mean, shit, we would advertise bad credit okay. Well, guess who came to bad rent our houses? Credit. People yep. with shitty credit. Yeah. They would drive up with all their crap in the car yep. and we're like, wow, how lucky. They'll take the property as is, right? We didn't even do the make ready yet. They're like, Oh yeah, it's fine, I'll take it as is. And we're like, high five to that one, scored again. <laughs> and the next thing you know, when rent's due three weeks later, make ready. 
the, you know, they leave and they take, you know, parting gifts with them. You yeah. know, they take fucking wiring and yeah. shit like that out of there. And all of a sudden we're going, holy man, you know, these guys are killing yeah, us. what's going on? Yeah. But it's because we are so emotionally attached, we could not remove ourselves from it. So it's e- it, look, it, it's easy to Monday Monday morning quarterback, right? I get that. Oh, it's, yeah. it's so easy for me to tell people, oh, run it like a business and blah, blah. They I've went, done it, man. Yeah. It, it, and it's, it is not uh, no. easy to remove yourself. Look, you, you've got this huge group, right? You mentor people. You've got all these things. And I still get and stuck in it. And you still get stuck yeah. in it. So yeah. none of us are immune to it. And look, I'm the same way, right? I mean, I do stuff in my business that I shouldn't do. I, I make decisions I shouldn't make. I think the key is, do you learn from that? Right. That's the biggest takeaway. Do you learn from that lesson is it a lesson or and you know what's interesting this is what i love about like this is what i love about entrepreneurship this is what i love about business is that you have the power to learn from your lessons and actually make more money real time too it's not, it's not like hey this is a book i'm gonna read no this you, is a real time no learn shit. From, yeah you can learn from a lesson and say, wait so you mean if i if i learn that i can win even bigger yeah, you can. Yeah. Shoot, let's do it. Well, not only that, but think about this. There are so many people out there willing to give their time to educate people. Look, you've got you. You've got Steve with the Wealth Club. You've got all these oh, – yeah. ne- you know, you get Daryl Dyke does the, the Noble Mortgage. Oh, yeah, we do man. our owner education series. Everybody has all these events that are here to help people. And then people still don't take advantage of it. They fail. And then they sit there and say, oh, real estate sucks. It's like, it doesn't suck. You suck because yeah. you had the opportunity to change your world and you chose to be lazy. Yeah. You wanted to sit on Facebook in your yeah. underwear and write yeah. stupid memes, you know, about yeah. how successful you are. I, I went to those seminars too, whenever they're saying you could do that in your underwear. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. I don't think you should, yeah. for the record. <laughs> You're better out there grinding, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, and that's the thing, you know, we all want that. We all want that, you know, that that pearl, right? We want that success. We're yeah. all striving. Look, you're out there every day. I'm out there every day. We all have we, – we may have different goals, but we know the way to achieve those goals is step by step and, and get up in the morning. Yeah. And no reason or excuse is going to tell me not to move forward. That, right. I'm just not going to allow that. Right. And, you know, like I said, the reason we created all this and do all this stuff is we just want to help people. And I think it's important – I think it's important to give back. I really, really do because, yeah. you know – Nobody ever gave me what I'm giving other people. Right. You know, when we help people or, you know, I've got, what, two, three hundred video blogs on my Empire website. We've got the manual. We've we've got Facebook group. I mean, we do these things. I don't – I'm an airline pilot. I don't need to do these things. I don't need to do a radio show. (laughs) I'm fine. I would be fine just having my real estate – Real estate rentals, not even the management company. Right. And and flying as an airline pilot. I would be totally fine. And people are like, why do you do that? You know, you do this because you have a higher purpose for doing things, yeah. right? You don't do it for the money. Yeah. You don't do it for anything. You do it because there's, you like doing there's it. There's a certain thing in me where I'm like, man, I wish someone was there for me to do that. I guess that's where, you know, you have coaches and mentors. There, for me, I just want to see people be successful and have a great time doing it. Absolutely. And, and and all the time, it's like, you know what? No one, no one told me this. Maybe there's other people that need to know this because no one told me this part you know, of the deal. And you, you put it out there and like, yeah, that's actually, I don't, I don't know how to do that either. So, well, and I think one of the, one of the nice things, we got a couple minutes when I want to talk about the, the, uh, your, your group, but you know, one of the nice things for me, and I'm sure for you is when somebody comes up and thanks you and they say, man, like, you know, people come up yeah. to me and they say, man, thanks. <clears throat> thanks for all the videos and stuff that you do. They're like, I really learn a lot. That's good. Cause you're not selling anything. They tell me, they go, you know what? You're just, you're, you're educating people. Yeah. And it, it really is helpful because 
there is no roadmap. And that's, you know, again. Man, that value there, though, I mean, to me, that value is far more because you just help someone's life get changed. You don't know man. where they came from or where they're going to be going. You know, there's I, some people that we've helped. I mean, they're like superstars. Yeah. They're blowing me away. And I'm like, man, I didn't know I was helping that person. Well, you know, my 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 story, you know, I had uh, Juan Cristales on here. Yeah. And, and you know, my story Juan. with him is, you know, he was over in Iraq, mm-hmm. you know, protecting our, uh, defending our country. And uh, I didn't know him. He called me and said, hey, man. I don't know you or he emailed me and said, I, I don't know you, but but I've, I get your emails and, you know, I'm over here, I'm deployed. And can you please help my wife? She's got an issue going on. And you know what? That's I awesome. stepped up. I helped him. I didn't know him, but I helped him. I called my, my electrician. The electrician went out there. Didn't even, I don't even think he charged her. Wow. And and he took care of it. And I didn't Look hear from him. Look at him now. I mean, he's awesome. Yeah. You know, and that, yeah. you know, he's again, a good friend. He, he's a great guy. And, and it just goes to show if you help people, it, it comes back to you in multiple it ways. Does. It doesn't need to come back monetarily. Right. You know? Um, so we got a couple minutes. Tell everyone more about your group and if they want to know more about it and if they want to get a hold of you. Yeah, yeah. So um, North Houston Real Estate Investors. So if you go to NorthHoustonREI.com, same thing with Facebook. You go to NorthHoustonREI or forward slash REI and you should be able to see us on there. This video will be on there. And um, so we just love to educate, help people. So we're we're learn, connect, and, and build is okay. our That's phrase, good. all right? So we just help you learn, connect, and build. We always put some practical stuff in there. Like, you will walk away with something. Last time, Brant was talking about, Brant Phillips, talking about... I got to get him on this show. Man, you need to get him on here. So building, um, basically, private money for all those. I mean, guys, you have to learn how to raise capital. Leverage. Just leverage, leverage. Um, yeah, without that, you just you kind of can't grow. Um, so we do that. So North Houston, RI. So that's the second Monday of the month, every single month, all the time. And uh, I think we're just now hitting. I thought we already hit it, but I think this coming um, the, in November, we're going to hit our third year. Nice. So 36 months in a row. You've been out there a couple yeah, times. Yeah, I've done and, a couple, couple man, of Man, it's a blast. We just have a fun time. It is good. And then uh, Vertical House Buyers is our company. You could reach us at 832-263-2613. And Facebook and all that stuff. Yeah, Facebook forward slash no memes. Ver- vertical house no, buyers. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, two thumbs up. That two whole thing. Thumbs yeah. Up. Yeah. All right, and uh, everyone, if you want to go to our website, selfmanagemyproperty.com, you can go on there. We have a lot of good information, video blogs. I've got my manual there. I mean, we've got eBooks there. I mean, we have a lot of shit yeah. on there to help you. And go to our Facebook group, Survi- Landlord Survival Group on Facebook. I mean, it's simple. It's there. It's for investors. And if you want to talk to us at Empire, look, we, we are probably the number one management company here in Texas, uh, definitely in Houston, without a doubt. I'll yeah. put my company up against anybody. Yeah. Um, but you know what? We are investors. We're out there yeah. doing the grind. I Ask mean, some questions on that Facebook page. I mean, you'll get some awesome answers and there a are. lot of help. Yeah. I mean, and hey, there, I need a guy, who, whatever, and they'll help. I'll tell you, I, I, I can't say any names, but there's some people on there that are very, very influential in the real estate world, like, yeah. like very upper level stuff that I, nice. I can tell you off the air, but there's some people on there that... Uh, yeah, they, they've got like 20, 30 years, like have spoken on stages and stuff wow. like that, that I personally know that have joined the group and they'll chime in every now and then when they chime in. Everyone, I really, yeah. well, they, I don't think people really know who they are, but oh, they may wow. chime in with a comment, but it's like, whoa, to me, that's gold yeah. when someone like that does. But uh, Gabe, once again, thank you so much, man, for coming. Yeah, man, right Everybody, on. go to our website, selfmanagemyproperty.com, and we will be back next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. See you. This has been the Landlord Survival Show. Join us next time for more of what the gurus don't tell you about owning rentals. And for even more, find us on Facebook. Brought to you by Empire Industries Property Management. Built for investors by investors.
For more information about this show, visit our website, selfmanagemyproperty.com, home of the ultimate landlord survival handbook.